Business Class is brought to you by the Tourism Academy, harnessing the power of science, business psychology, and adult education to advance the tourism industry and build sustainable economies. Learn how to engage your community, win over stakeholders, and get more visitors at tourismacademy.org. Welcome back, everyone. Steve Ekstrom, host of the Business Class Podcast by the tourismacademy.org. Today's guest, Brett Otting, who is the president and CEO of the Corpus Christi Convention and Visitors Bureau. Did I get that right? Or visit Corpus Christi yeah, is what you go by. Visit, visit Corpus Christi. We'll go, we'll go by either. So you were just telling me about the shirt you're wearing and a little bit of fun that you're having with your team. Do you want to share that with our audience? Uh, yeah, sure. I am uh, I am completely decked out head to toe in Rock Chalk Jayhawk, Kansas Jayhawk uh, apparel today. Uh, they have a big football game against the Texas Longhorns tomorrow. And I just moved here two and a half years ago from Kansas. So I've been getting beat up by the staff all week. Uh, they're Longhorns fans. So I decided to push back uh, on a Friday. So how would you describe the relationship you have with this, the team that you work with as a, as a leader? Um, you know, that's a, that's a great question and a, a question that I uh, enjoy answering often. I, I think we have a, a really strong relationship. Uh, our culture here at Visit Corpus Christi is extremely unique. Uh, yeah, uh, start back with my education on behavioral economics. So, you know, when you think about that, it's it's in a way it's business psychology. So I took a lot of psychology classes. I took a lot of business classes through college. And I was I was always uh, intrigued by um, why people do things the way they do, how to get the best out of people. And so I've really tried to build my whole leadership philosophy uh, on the premise that uh, higher great people give them everything they need to be to be successful and they will do good work for you and you know we have a lot of fun at the office uh but we work very hard as well but uh, we do a lot of things very differently than a lot of other organizations do in terms of uh when people are working uh what they focus on no matter what their job position is and so forth and and there's just a lot of leadership philosophies that i've learned along the way uh, that I have integrated into the organization, and there's there's a ton of buy-in. Um, so you know, you come into the office on any given day, and the the vocabulary is very very different. What you hear from employees um, when it comes to uh, just uh, how to use our values, how to use the strengths and weaknesses of each person with, uh, within the organization to fulfill our mission. So we work with a number of business psychologists. Um, educators, corporate trainers. What is something that you think other organizations should know about business psychology? Well, and I and economics of, of behavior. Yeah, you know, it's, I mean, it's all based off of the needs and wants of people. So I think you really have to dive in and understand what an employee truly wants out of out of their job. And it's not just a paycheck. I mean, there's much more than that. And that's starting to come out more and more in the last five years, 10 years, 15 years, especially the last couple of years, that employees, people are not motivated by money anymore. They're voted by a sense of purpose. 
And so if we can find people that have a, a drive, uh, you know, then, then those are the types of individuals that are going to be able to do great things for you because they believe in something. Um, so, uh, you know, a lot of your listeners probably have heard of Patrick Lencioni. Uh, he's one of the top leadership consultants in, in the world. And uh, I have followed him for a very long time. I'm actually a certified facilitator um, through his programs. And so we utilize a lot of his teachings uh, in our organization. And one of them when it comes to an employee is that you want to find somebody that's humble, hungry, and smart. And that means somebody that understands that the mission is bigger than themselves. Someone that is personally driven to do more in, in their life and, and is not necessarily uh, content with the status quo. That doesn't mean that they're driven to all be the CEOs of the organization, but they actually have pride in their own work and they want to do the best they can. And then the smart is probably the most important. And that's the fact uh, that you really need to have strong emotional intelligence to be a good leader. And, you know, some people don't necessarily like the term emotional intelligence, but critical thinking skills, it's all the same thing. And I, I believe it's very, very important. And I spend a great deal amount of my time really understanding my employees because you have to understand what is going to motivate them, what drives them, what's going to push them over the edge. So I think that as a leader, if you can understand that your job is to give back to your employees as much as they're giving back to the company, it's going to be a mutual relationship that's going to work out for both parties. What's an exercise that you would recommend to other leaders in the DMO world that they implement to better understand what their employees are motivated by? Uh, the, the first one would be a Lencioni program, and it's called the Working Genius Model, and it's about two and a half years old, uh, and I could talk about it for hours. Um, there's only about 150 people in the country that are that are certified to, to train this model. I'm one of them, and this one I said earlier that there's a, a very different vocabulary in our office. Um, this is probably the most prevalent one, and what this model does is it's a it's a productivity test. So, you know, there's Myers-Briggs, there's uh, Enneagram, other things out there. And those are mostly personality tests, but the working genius model is a productivity test. And what it does is it's, it, it gauges what your employees or what you as a human are actually good at and what fulfills you. So are you a uh, somebody that gets fulfillment by coming up with ideas and being uh, creative? Are you somebody that gets fulfilled by knocking lists, uh, knocking things off the checklist? Uh, are you fulfilled by the person that's trying to rally everybody together to get on the same mission? And um, what comes out of that is uh, very telling. And there hasn't been an employee or a, a person yet that has taken it that when they look at it, they don't say, yeah, that's me. Um, but that's them. And it's important for everybody else and especially a leader to know what that thing is that drives them as well. So the working genius model we use on a minute by minute basis here. Um, we've structured our meetings around them, how we do project management around them. And the goal is to make sure that we are allowing people to be in their genius as long as possible throughout the day. Genius meaning if I am somebody that is motivated by coming up with ideas. So in, within the model, there's a part that's called an inventor and I, I am an, uh, an inventor. 
So if I'm the person that wants to keep coming up with creative ideas, but my thing that I want to do least is paperwork, well, I'm a CEO, I have to do it. But let's try to figure out other avenues to take as much of that off of my plate and put it on someone's plate that is motivated by uh, doing numbers, um, you know, paying the bills, doing all that kind of stuff. And so, uh, again, the goal is to make people um, feel that at the end of the day, they went home fulfilled because they were doing things that they're passionate about. What are your best habits? My best habits? Uh, I, I think that I'm a, I'm a very outgoing, uh, energetic person. And uh, I think that uh, as far as a habit uh, within the office, I'm somebody that uh, can uh, can uplift a, a quiet day. Um, but I try not to do it, you know, uh, too much. You, you can be overbearing. Um, I'm somebody that uh, is never uh, going to settle for uh, the first no. Um, I'm, if, if we feel like we're doing the right thing uh, and, and we're confident in that, then we're going to continue to find other avenues um, to, uh, to keep growing. Um, so, you know, in this line of work, uh, doing the right thing means continuing to grow tourism and continuing to grow quality of place of a community. Our job here is to build a better Corpus Christi. It's not necessarily to fill a hotel room, but if we build a better Corpus Christi, we're going to fill a hotel room. So uh, that is something that sometimes uh, all, all my counterparts understand that's hard to grasp in our world when people outside in the community hear the tourism person say, our job isn't to fill a hotel room. Uh, so, you know, it takes a, a constant, um, constant advocacy and, you know, I just, I have a, a drive to leave whatever I come across better than the way I found it. And I've found myself in a place uh, where I'm doing community work. So my, my goal is to uh, continue to push to make sure that Corpus Christi is better than I found it. Where and when did that concept come to you that the focus is on bettering the community? And the hotel rooms follow as opposed to the opposite. Uh, I think that you know that started it started way back when I was younger. And, and I I grew up in small town, Kansas, in a, a trailer on a on a dirt road and uh, in a little farming town. And we uh, were very well taken care of by our parents. Uh, but going in, into uh, into town, uh, 30 minutes away, Salina, Kansas, uh, that's where the groceries, that's where everything was. And on special occasions, we would go to Applebee's to eat for a birthday and so forth. And I saw Applebee's as a young person, as a very organized place, a place that was fun, a place that was cultured, a place that made people feel better. And I think that I really kept on with that. You know, my first job was at Applebee's. That's when I grew up, that's all I wanted to do is I wanted to be one of those servers that was having such a great job and made me feel the, the way I wanted to make other people feel the way that they made me feel when I was growing up. Um, and as I went through college, I worked, uh, I continued to work at restaurants. Then I went to hotels. And I think it was at hotels where I look back uh, 
at that Applebee's story where I understood that as a hotel, you're sitting in a, a meeting with the tourism bureau or with a, a hotel lodging association that they were all sitting there talking about what was right in front of them. And, uh, you know, how do we fill our hotel rooms tonight? And I just kept thinking back to the ways of other places that my wife and I had been on vacations and had experiences. And you want to go back because of the experiences. You don't want to go back because of the hotel room. And so, you know, I, I saw myself changing probably in like 2016, 2017, where I really started grasping that uh, I'm feeling confident where I can be outspoken that our job is to look very far down the road and not what was right in front of us. What's something you would change about the city that you're in now? And what's something that you hope never changes? What I hope never changes is that there is a pride here for Texas, but at the same time, the pride is that they are not like the rest of Texas. Corpus Christi is a very unique culture. Uh, it is rooted in Mexican American history. Uh, it is rooted in uh, fishing and oil and gas. And when you add this all together, it is very, very different in Corpus Christi than it is in the rest of Texas. When when people stereotype Texas, uh, they never hit what Corpus Christi really is. And that is what makes Corpus Christi unique. At the same time, what I wish that the community would change about themselves or what I could change is to have general pride in the fact that they are unique in a place that people want to go. And that's something that I talk about on a daily basis uh, uh, in the media, to other people in town. Um, there have been a lot of opportunities uh, squandered in Corpus Christi throughout the years, uh, some due to uh, bad luck with uh, oil and gas, uh, you know, the ups and downs of that industry, some with hurricanes. Um, but mostly, this is a, a community and it's a region and it has a natural environment that could truly be one of the more special places in the United States to take a visit and for people to move here. Um, but I think that there is not enough belief in the community itself that the hard work could pay off at the end uh, and so you know when i look at my staff and, and how great they are and all the work that they're doing on a traditional level that that allows me to spend a large amount of my time with developers with uh, elected officials trying to work on that quality of place uh, uh, destination development aspect to try to get the community to, to really believe in themselves from that standpoint. They're very proud people of what they have, um, but I think that there's always a way that you can uh, add more to, to make it more well-rounded. Who is somebody that you look up to as a mentor that you've known since childhood? 
and known since childhood. Or if that stumps you, know, you I, have an, I have another question. Um, okay. How are you most like each of your parents? <laughs> That's an I've never heard that question before. That's an interesting question. Um, I will give, I'll give it a shot though. Um, because I can, I can be both of them. I think it, at any given time, uh, my mother is somebody that will do anything for anybody. Uh, she was there for me and my two sisters, uh, every step of the way. Uh, she was there for my friends, our friends, our neighbors, uh, you know, growing up in a small town back in the 80s and 90s, uh, that was a, car, a a city, a community where you uh, left your windows down at night with your keys in your car and you didn't worry about it. And that meant that you also uh, were sitting there eating dinner and people would just walk in and sit down and start eating with you. Um, so, you know, my mom is somebody that had a passion for for uh, other people and really trying to do uh, the best to make others feel comfortable. Uh, my father uh, is somebody that uh, he's finally, he's retiring in May. Uh, he's worked a very long life. And um, he is somebody that similarly to my mother will do uh, anything for everybody, but he was behind the scenes. He just worked and worked and worked and he provided for uh, all of us. And uh, he is a very, very humble person in life and somebody that is not looking for any credit, um, uh, any accolades. He just keeps uh, going uh, on a daily basis and doing what he does best and uh, knowing that it makes a difference. Now, you're on the board for Destinations International, correct? Correct. Why is it important for you to be one of the industry's leaders? You know, I, and to be 100% honest, I don't look at myself as a leader, nor do I like to think of myself as, as a leader. Um, I feel that being on the Destinations International Board puts me around a lot of other leaders that I truly look up to. Uh, I am a sponge when it comes to learning from other people, from when I was in restaurants to hotels to tourism. Uh, there is not a week or sometimes a day that goes by where I don't text, call, or email uh, somebody that I look up to, asking them uh, everything from a big strategy question to a very literal question of what uh, what. Uh, budget platform do you guys use? Um, so I have gotten myself involved at Destinations International and really worked hard since I've been in Corpus Christi to get my staff involved as well, because I think that I am better at my job simply by being around people that are great at their job. And uh, it allows me to learn. Uh, from them, which is going to help me out and help the city out. So we spend a lot of money at our organization on educational development. 
uh, for the staff. Every single staff member from the top to the bottom has an opportunity to go to at least one annual conference in the line of their work uh, a year. Uh, some of them even go to more, but it's very important for me, and this goes back to the culture as well. Um, I want to leave all the employees better than I found them as well. So how do I help them grow? So I know I veered off on that answer there, um, but uh, it truly is because it gives me uh, the ability to uh, sit with some of the brightest people in the industry and people that I really, really look up to. And we've got just a couple minutes left. So is there anything I didn't ask you that you wish I did? Uh, no, no, not necessarily. I, I, these were some great questions. I appreciate that. And if folks want to learn more or plan a visit to Corpus Christi, how would they go about doing so? Well, we, uh, spent too much money to own the rights here about a year ago to visit corpuschristi.com. There was a squatter. Uh, so we're very proud of our website because it wasn't free. Um, but you can go to visit corpuschristi.com. Uh, you can also uh, email me, Brett, B-R-E-T-T, -T, at visitcorpuschristi.com. I am uh, very passionate about this community and the work that we're doing. So uh, if anybody wants to uh, make a visit to the Gold Coast Capitol. We will definitely help out, uh, make it memorable. And I, final question, I'm pulling a random card from a deck of questions here. What is your proudest accomplishment? My proudest accomplishment? Um, I, you know, someone asked me this the other day, uh, actually, or in a similar way. What is, the, what is one of the most proud things you you uh, have ever uh, done. And, you know, when I worked in, within a five-year span, when I worked uh, in restaurants, uh, then I transitioned over to hotels. Um, I, our organization won best ran uh, Red Lobster in the country. Uh, and then four years later, uh, we uh, won in the hotel industry uh, a best of Wyndham uh, award uh, two years in a row. And uh, both of those uh, were not just off of profit and loss. It was all off of uh, culture, uh, guest service scores, um, uh, turnover, and so forth. So it was really a good indication of how, uh, what the culture was of the organization. Uh, are, we, are we working hard and playing hard at the same time? And I, and I think that that's something I always think back that uh, I was able to bring uh, two very different groups together to uh, really be successful in something. Fantastic. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to chat with me today and share your experience with the tourismacademy.org audience. Um, thank you. I appreciate you. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, appreciate the time. It was, it was definitely an honor for you to uh, reach out and think about Corpus Christi and uh, glad, glad to get the message out. And I hope your team wins. Thank you. So that your sure staff can get you barbecue. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, have a great day.